Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to today's episode of Leadership Stars. I'm going to start you off with a question. So, do you know the difference between being seen and getting noticed? Think about that. Knowing the answer could really make a difference in your success as a leader for change. You're called to do bigger work, but you need to connect the dots of creating a thriving online presence and impact, right? Absolutely. Well, today we have a very heart-centered online visibility strategy who has 25 years of working with changemakers to connect those dots, attract raving fans, and avoid the obstacles so many leaders face when starting an online business or movement. She is a very dear friend and a fantastic woman, and I can't wait for you to hear her story and what she has to tell you. Welcome, Lisa Mizell. Thank you, Linda. I'm so I'm so excited to be on your show. This is great. Thank you. Well, Lisa, it, it's a joy to have you on the show, and you're doing some really interesting things. When I met you, you were not doing you know, online visibility and impact. Well, tell our audience a bit about your journey, how you got to this portion of your life. Yeah, thank you for asking. So what happened is um, I, I was, I've been in health and wellness. I'm a, I'm a dietitian. I'm a registered dietitian by trade. That's, that's my profession. And so in 2010, things were starting to change in the health field. Um, I had become director of nutrition services over five different states and 34 buildings. And I was just being asked to do some things that were felt out of integrity um, mm. for me. And I just started seeing, you know, things changing, like um, outsourcing different departments, which actually happened to our department later on. And it just, you know, squeezing, squeezing the bottom dollar. And, and that's, you know, I understand business, but for me, it just didn't feel right anymore. I wanted to do something more. I wanted to do something bigger. I didn't know what that looked like at the time, but I started playing around online in about 2010, and I had no clue about this whole new world out there of online marketing, um, because I came from um, service work, and we didn't promote ourselves, even though I helped in the community and created internships and, you know, collaborated with colleges and taught and all of that stuff. It wasn't me that I was promoting, and so when I came online, I really had to learn how to be visible, how to get out there and how to get my information out and who to get it out to. And that was a long journey. It took me a long time. I started with an online nutrition practice and it just didn't feel in alignment. It wasn't what I wanted to do anymore. I tried it for several years. I had a lot of um, what I call failed launches that weren't really (laughs) failed. It just helped kind of hone me into what was aligned for me, what felt good for me. And I knew that I was good at inspiring and empowering other people. And it's funny, Linda, that my vision 
has not changed. Even though what I do, how I do it, change, has changed, my vision of helping people have more joy and in their lives and be able to help impact others and be able to, you know, each one of us be able to kind of have that healing ripple out in the planet, that's my vision, and that hasn't changed, whether I'm doing nutrition or whether I'm doing what I'm doing now. So it's just that my nutrition was, the, the doing nutrition wasn't bringing all of me into my business. I kind of went backwards. I went back into the, like, being a health coach, which was what I had done maybe 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I had to learn, like, why was I not confident? Why did I come online and I was, you know, I didn't have my confidence. And when I went into work, I was this, you know, confident person that people looked up to. And what I realized is that I I hadn't brought my analytical leadership skills into my business. And once I brought that piece in, it made a huge difference. And, and so that's kind of the, the journey of, of how things changed. And I struggled a lot with my message. I struggled a lot with who are my clients, how do I find them, and how do I connect the dots to have an online presence and really get out there in a big way. And so that's been my journey, and that's why I teach what I do. And that's what I help others teach is through their, their wisdom, their journey, um, of what's happened to them in their life. And that's, you know, that's what we work on with my clients. And Lisa, we met while you were still um, doing the health coaching mm-hmm. um, um, with friends that I, I knew in, in that particular area. And we actually spoke on the same stage in Modesto. Was it Modesto? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. <laughs> one Saturday afternoon. That was an interesting event, if I yeah. do say so myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you shifted short, shortly after that into taking what you learned going from being in corporate and, and running a department there to being your own entrepreneur to going, hey, these are the things I learned. I can teach this. I know the struggles that people have. Is that sort of the the route that you took? Yeah, I, I took about um, six months and did a lot of market research, a lot of testing um, of what people wanted. It started with me not having any any action. Like I had gone through, like I said, a couple of launches that didn't really get me where I wanted to and it wasn't really teaching what I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so I decided... I'm just going to throw it out there and teach what I want to teach and share what I have in my mind and heart. And I was able to enroll 175 people into a free four-week course um, in about, I don't know, it wasn't even 10 days. So I thought, okay, what I'm teaching is I'm onto something. Mm-hmm. So I used those people as a test you know, and really did a lot of questioning and did a lot of market research on what they were interested in, what they would pay for, what price point was, you know, there, were they comfortable in? And then I created some programs from there. Mm -hmm. And I just kept realigning myself to who I wanted to work with, who lifted me up, who felt good to, you know, who, who I felt energized with when I was working with them. And it's really about looking at your own journey. I've, I've found when, you know, with my clients too, it's, it's looking at your own journey and where you've been in your life. 
mm-hmm. um, that's, that really helps you as an entrepreneur when you're, when you're doing, when you're, when you have your own business like coaching. Mm-hmm. And there are two things that you said earlier on. Um, one of them was your confidence was not in your on- online business. And I'm curious as to why not. Yeah. Well, because I wasn't, I wasn't whole. I wasn't showing up as all of me. I was showing up as who I thought people wanted me to be. And mm. um, so that's been, again, a long journey of being seen, of being able to be, you know, vulnerable enough and real enough and raw enough to really be seen for who I am. And when I was able to bring both the creative and the analytical side into my business, that's when things started to really shift for me. So the confidence, it's, it's like I help people jump over the confidence because it's usually not just a confidence issue. It's usually that there's something missing that they're not bringing into their business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that, that you know, it, especially if you have confidence elsewhere and in other venues that when you get online, it's like, ooh, you know, and you kind of shrink in and become smaller and it's like, I'm, I'm not so sure about that. And you know, often it's, I, I, I agree that you're not bringing all of you. Um, I also love the fact that you were real and raw about um, who you are and what message you bring uh, and how you want your clients to work with you. I think that's just, it, that is so powerful. Something else that you said, and this is, I think, probably the step that I preach on more often than anything else, and that's around vision, um, having that vision, knowing where you're going, um, what it's going to look like at the end of the year, bringing in the rest of your senses so that you know, you've got this full, rich, beautiful vision. And you had that, and it's interesting that even though you've shifted the how, the vision is the same. And I'm sure it's been updated as you've gone along. But that sense of bringing more joy, impacting others, and then throwing that pebble into the water and really having the ripples roll out. Um, you know, whether you're doing um, a health coaching practice or what you're doing now, that vision sticks with both of them. Agreed? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think, you know, if we look out far enough how we really want to show up mm-hmm. and impact impact others, it's it's a vision that no matter what you're doing can lead to that vision. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for that. Something else you said, um, and I've never sort of looked at leadership this way, but you talked about analytical leadership. What do you mean by that? Well, you have to bring in the tracking, the numbers, the, you know, the, the key performance indicators. You have to bring all of that into your business. And I think that's, I don't see that being taught anywhere. Um, I've never been taught that you need to, you know, be able to have tangible, you know, show tangible results. Yeah, people say you need to show tangible results. You need to show the outcomes. But how do you do that? And so that's one of the things that I teach my, my clients, too, is, you know, how do you measure those, those analytics, those, the metrics that you, that you need to have as, uh, you know, for your tracking, for, book, for marking your success? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a piece that's not often talked about. And, so, and I think that's really important. So that's part of the analytical piece. 
um, so we've got, you know, most entrepreneurs are very creative. They like to think big. They like to imagine things. They like to dream and visualize. And all those things are great. But how do you actually put that into action? So it's, it's the logistical side, the analytical logistical side, and putting it together with the creative so you can actually have momentum and actually, you know, see your progress. I think mm-hmm. that's really important. And so, Lisa, it, it sounds like to me that you're talking about both sides of us. You, there's the feminine side, which right. has all the creativity, the collaboration, the cooperation, the relationships, all of that, which we're really good at. Mm-hmm. And then you have the masculine side, which is all that all that analytical stuff, um, the doing piece, the putting it together that's create that's creating the the pieces that will go out, um, and that we don't. We don't often like that side. Um, it's uh, it's it's stuff that you know maybe we're not good at. We've never really looked at. And besides, I don't want to be that leader that's only looking at the the bottom line and not really concerned about the people. So right. I, I yeah, I think yeah. that's that's very important. The tracking, the key indicators, the tangible results. And you're right. Nobody's teaching that. Um, people are teaching you how how to design that campaign, um, but not to look at, is it being successful? Um, Has it drawn the people that you want? Um, And so those metrics and analytics, I think, are very, very important, and they're not often looked at, right? They're not often looked at, and it's, it's how do you, you know, a lot of my clients are very high achievers. They're driven, and they like to accomplish things. Mm -hmm. But when you, when you start a business and you come out of a corporate or scientific or academic field, how do you translate that into your business? And I think that's where people um, have difficulty. They have the skills, and they have that masculine energy. But when they come online, it's like, okay, let's be creative. And that, that masculine doing part um, doesn't get translated. It gets left out, and that's, that's a lot of the piece of what leaves people feeling uncomfortable and not satisfied. Mm-hmm. And do you find this is especially difficult for women, um, or is it equally balanced between the men and women that you coach? You know, I coach women, so I don't work. I don't really work with men. I have a lot of men in my audience, and I, you know, we, I do a lot of interviews with with the men on my extra interview series. But I usually work with women, and the, mm-hmm. the women I work with are high achievers. They are perfectionists. They are wanting to accomplish. And they're, they're women who, you know, really have a big heart too. So it's putting all of those together and really figuring out what their best strengths are and how they want to be seen in the world, mm-hmm. how they want to show up. Mm-hmm. So um, we've got about two minutes to our first break. Um, quick answer. Um, why is it so difficult to bring that vulnerability into your visibility, and is that a key to being visible? Yes, it's a key to being visible, and the reason it's so hard is because, especially when you come from a corporate, professional background, academic, whatever, you are taught to be professional and mm-hmm. not to show your, you know, your your vulnerable side. You're, we're taught from a young age that um, you can be judged, you know, if you were teased on the playground, you were judged. And so a lot of that past stuff comes in, and it's, it's really uncomfortable 
to be vulnerable. I know it was it took a long time for me to be able to show up and really, you know, show up as me. And mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of people struggle. And I think it's not only cor- I mean, we have women coming out of the ac- not only the academic world and corporate, but also the military, oh, where yeah. where that that P hat gets put on, and you know, you you literally flip a switch between how you how you interact off duty and how you interact on duty. Um, so that that whole yeah, you got to be perfect. You have to be professional. You can't let that vulnerability show because it shows weakness to um, the people that you're you're commanding, as well as um, you know if there's an enemy or whatever. So you can't have that. You must put up a wall that protects you. So audience, I want you um, in the next couple of minutes to think about some of the things we've talked about about your vision. Is it is it broad enough to change with you if your um, business life changes or your your goals change? Um, do you have the confidence in doing what you do? And where does that analytical aspect fit in your visibility and vulnerability? And we'll be right back. America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America Women's Channel a leader in the forward movement of women's success. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. 
Welcome back. And I have my guest, Liza, Liza, Lisa Mizell. Um, and she uh, created herself as the online visibility and impact strategist. And I think we're getting some really great pieces from her around how you do that, what what it takes, and why it's so difficult for pe- women especially to step into that. She says that she works with women coaches and visionaries who've worked successfully for others and now feel called to follow a different path or a different drummer, as they say, so that they can do their purpose work, transform lives, enjoy life with less hustle, and make a big impact on the world. And that's what I'm talking about is let's see how each of us can make a difference in the world and actually begin to see change in how this world is lived. Um, Lisa, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So we were talking about vulnerability. Um, Let's step back into visibility. Uh, Why all of a sudden is visibility such an important piece of being in business well because you've got to you know it's not just you're not just dealing with offline um you know networking or face-to-face anymore you've got to have an online presence and people who want to check you out look at your website they look at your social media profiles and so you've got to be visible for people to you know to gain the credibility and, you know, people are looking at your testimonials. People are looking at what you do. And a lot of people do the reviewing before they'll even talk to you. Yeah, I, I have found that very interesting. Um, I'm speaking to a group in October, and they have a vetting process. You have to attend a couple meetings, and they have to feel that your, um, your vibe works with the group. Um, and it was interesting that they checked out my website, which is in the process of being totally flipped on its head. And so she's saying things like, oh, your target market is network marketers. And I'm going, no. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was before. This is now. Uh, You know, yes, I will still work with them, but there's so many uh, other women around, you know, military, corporate, who need to move into that influence in leadership that I love working with now. So I'm in the process of flipping that website and it, it it really has been interesting in the in the interim as to what I get from people and I have to go back and go, I have to backpedal and say well no that's not really what we're doing right now um, and so that can be a challenge as well right well it, it you know I think what people are beginning to understand is that your brand is a living breathing thing and as mm. you grow and expand your brand is going to grow and expand with you but again, like if you if you have that focus of, of a vision, that's your overarching you know message. That's what you put out there to inspire others, and that will that will be the anchor for whatever you're doing. So whether you're working with network marketers or you're working with you know leaders of influence, your 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 vision is probably still very similar. Yeah, the vision is still very much. Um, the same. Um, it morphs a little bit, but for the most part, yeah, it is. It is what it is, and I'm I, I'm so happy with it. Uh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> well, I, you know, and here's the thing: is I really believe that the new business model. I've been talking a lot about the new business model. The new business model is doing your purpose work, being in service, 
enjoying what you're doing, enjoying the service you provide, and profiting from it. And I think if more people were doing that, whether you're in a job or you're an entrepreneur, it doesn't really matter as long as you feel on purpose. That's what, that's what changes. That's what brings joy, and that's what really, um, that's what I'm about. I, and I think that's so important, Lisa, um, because you know, I find you know, when you go in, I, I teach workshops, and when you go into an organization, you can tell what the community is, what's the vibe, um, how happy are they, um, are they getting what they want out of the work that they're doing, or are they just going through the motions because they need the paycheck, Right. And it re- it really makes a tremendous difference in how people receive, you know, new education, new new opportunities, projects, whatever it might be. And I'm not finding a whole lot of really happy people out there. No, there. It's disengaged. The more people, you know, the more outsourcing there is. The more the you know the the more. Um, space or less communication in between the the top management and the staff. You know, if there's no communication, which there's a lot of no communication in a lot of large organizations, the people at the bottom they don't they don't have anything to hold on to. They're just you know they don't have a reason um, besides that maybe they love they love the people they're working with maybe, but mm-hmm. you know it's really important to. I'm, I'm working with a couple different clients that that go into organizations and train and really, you know, help their staff find purpose in mm-hmm. what they're doing. And it's made a tremendous uh, difference when I was in my corporate job working with my employees and helping them figure out what is it that they like, that, that they really like to do, and how can they bring that into their work. Because you can't, you can't teach caring, it has to come from the inside, right? And so that's the that's the backwards way that I that I like to help people care about what they're doing and really be excited about it. Right. And Lisa, I think also that empowerment we say this in so many different ways, but empowerment is really the key to um, getting that kind of joy, having people really working on their purpose work um, and that kind of thing is you know if you don't feel that, your bosses um, care enough to want to empower you to learn new things, to take on new opportunities, um, to step out, then you do sort of just sit, um, it's, it's the old saw of retire and stay mm-hmm. or quit and stay. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't really make for a vibrant organization that you're working with, Right. Right. I mean, we all, the bottom line is we all want to know we matter. We all want to be seen, heard, and validated for who we are personally. And if you're not able to bring that in, you're just, and if you feel like you're just a number and Mm -hmm. nobody's, you know, nobody cares, nobody's paying attention to you, nobody, you know, and you're not able to bring your strengths and your joy into your work, then it's not going to be, it's not going to be a good combination. It's not going to last. Well, I think it's also interesting, Lisa, that um, much of this actually starts earlier. It's it's actually starts in schools. Um, you know, the larger the classrooms are, the more difficult it is for the teacher to really inspire all those kids to learn what they need. And then you get into college, and especially if you're in a state school or 
even a community college, um, those classrooms are, especially if they're lecture classrooms, are gigantic. Yes. And you are truly a number yes. at the school as opposed to a face and a name, right? Yes. Yeah. So we're, so we're beginning that at a, at a very early age and then bringing it into the workforce as well. Yeah, Interesting. Right. Interesting trend. Okay. Um, so we we talked a little bit about visibility and why it's so important. And I agree, we're not just offline businesses anymore. We're oftentimes global entities. And the only way to connect with the people who are not physically in your local area is through um, the internet and your visibility there. So what are some of the common obstacles that you see with leaders who want to start an online business? Well, a lot of a lot of people don't know where to start, and so they jump from strategy to strategy to strategy. And you know, it, with with marketing, it takes testing, and mm-hmm. so you can't. And it doesn't work to jump from one thing and just say, "I tried it; it doesn't work." You know, you've really got to work it and find out, troubleshoot why didn't it work, and then move to another strategy if that you know if that really clearly didn't work, or it's not in alignment with what you like to do. And I think. That's another thing is we don't, um, we're not taught to, there, a lot of people are teaching formulas, let's put it that mm-hmm. way. Um, you know, do this, do this, this is the right way. But you've really got to buy into, does it feel right to me? Because mm-hmm. if it doesn't feel right, then it's going to be hard. And we go into business so that it's, so we can have more time and freedom and flexibility and and more joy. And so if you get, you know, if you're, if you get caught up in that overwhelm and confusion and people telling you what to do and you're trying and you're working harder and you're forcing it, you know, it's just, that's a, that's a bad combination. It's not going to work. You're going to get frustrated. So that's really a a huge obstacle that I see. Um, So looking at also what is the difference between what you're good at and, and what you're passionate about. I went into nutrition because that's something that I was good at. It was routine for me. Everybody told me, oh, this is what you should do. You're good at this. And I did, but it didn't feel right to me. So really paying attention to how can you bring the strengths from what you're good at into a business that you're passionate about? Um, Mm. Bringing all of you into your business. That's another thing I see that pe- that's a big obstacle is people leave out part of themselves. So, for instance, maybe you're a um, you're a, a, a healer, um, and so you you know you go online. You have a business online that's that's healing. But you you know on the other side, maybe you're you work with people um, training, or you you know you're doing some other kind of not creative work, more logical, analytical stuff that needs to be brought in. What are you good at over there? So looking at like the 360 view of who you are and what your strengths are and what you can bring to your business. Mm, That's awesome, Lisa. Um, I so agree that, you know, your strengths are great and, and, but if you're not passionate about them, then it, there's a piece of you that's missing in what you're doing. Um, And I know, I struggled with that a bit as I came out of the corporate world. I mean, one of the things I, and I still love to do is, is to teach, to stand up in front of groups of people and talk and impart whatever wisdom 
I have, whether it's a curriculum from you know something that I've designed or something that's come from somewhere else, just watching that um, light bulb go off mm-hmm. when you, you you draw them into the material and into how that works in their life. I it's just I, I get such joy from being able to do that that oh, yeah. I try to yeah I try to incorporate that in my business and what I'm doing and that kind of, there's always an education piece. There's always a piece where we're learning something new mm-hmm. or enhancing something that we already knew. Um, yes. Yeah. I love, I love experiential type learning because mm. people, you know, when, when you learn it and then can implement it with, with guidance, that's when you get a lot of the light bulb moments. That's when you get the ahas. It's like, oh, I, okay, I get it. Or this didn't work, why? And then you've got somebody that can answer your questions and you know, lead you through the implementation piece. I think it's really important. Yeah, I think the, the one thing about the training model that I've used for far too many years to even mention uh, is the fact that we tell the what, why, and how of whatever that process is, but then we work an, ex- an example and then we work something in real life. So a project that they're working on or a problem that they have to solve or a decision they have to make or whatever it might be, but we always bring in that real life piece and that's where the light bulb goes off. Yeah. It's, otherwise, it's great in theory, but does it work in practice? Right. And, yeah. Love it. And that's, yeah, that's the one thing I think um, students say more often than not is, um, I really love the real world piece to this. Um, right. I, I think one of the saddest things is law school. Um, you know, like, what do they teach you in law school? Well, they teach you the law and you do a lot around case law and, you know, determining what's, what's real and, you know, and debating it and everything else. But when you get out to practice law, it's like, well, when was the last time you went into your case books and your your, uh, and, that, and they go, um, maybe once a year, <laughs> yeah. where I have to where I have to pull a particular case. But most of it, a lot of it, is forms management, which is not something that's taught in law school. It, yeah. In some respects, I'd say the same thing about um, medical school. The one thing that they they don't teach in medical school is how do you talk to patients? Okay. How do you um, tell them what you're going to do, what the ramifications are. And it, it's funny, I had a colleague who did films, um, sh- you know, doing showing procedures and this kind of thing. And they would say, now don't give us any of that nursing stuff. She said, you mean asking questions, getting answers, clarifying stuff for the patient and making them feel really comfortable in, that they've made the right decision? Yeah, we don't want any of that. I was like, but that's the important piece. It's that rapport. It's that relationship that you build. And so, uh, yes, you need to bring that into your business um, as well as, um, you know, what you're good at, what what you're passionate about. Um, The analytics, though, I think are equally as important, even if um, we're not good at them, finding somebody who is and knowing what your best strategy is. Is there a particular strategy that you start with? You know, like with every client? 
Um, with an assessment. I start with an assessment to find out, um, you know, what what they're doing, what's working, what's not working, what they've tried. Um, and then I look at their numbers, too, like how many people do they have on their email list, if that's a goal they're trying to build their email list. Mm-hmm. How many clients are they working with now that are paying? What is their, you know, so we have a baseline of the specifics that we can measure after, and we can measure mm-hmm. the results. And... Um, the first thing I start with most most every one of my clients is on my intuitive clarity call, which is a, a I guess, reverse-engineered process that I came up with um, using my brain, which often works backwards, and then my <laughs> intuition, and it actually works. It works to help people come up with what they are here on earth for, what they're really passionate about, and it's a um, it's really, you know, it's familiar to them, but it's also like, oh my gosh, how did how did you put that together into a message? And so, putting getting their words, putting it together into a message, making sure that it aligns with um, who they're who they're wanting to attract. And that's fantastic, Lisa. And we're going to come back after the break and continue that conversation. So, audience, take a moment and think about. Um, what are you passionate about? Um, how many? Uh, look at the numbers that you have and what do you want to do with that? And would it be helpful to have someone on your team helping you to strategize that? And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, lead with Linda.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. 
Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And this has been... One of the most fun uh, shows I've done in a while um, with Lisa Mizell. And Lisa is truly an online visibility and impact strategist. And we're learning all sorts of fun and interesting things and things that you can do to really get your business out there. And, you know, how to identify what, what are your best strategies? What are the things that you can do that will give you the biggest bang for your buck? So, Lisa, you were... Um, talking uh, a bit about how how you got started so or how you um, work with your clients so let's go further into how you help people to step up stand out and really get noticed and from that get clients online because I think that's what everybody's looking for right now yeah yeah it, it is and and um, that's why that's why I'm doing it because that's what everybody wants <laughs> so one of the things is find out what your people want and, um, you know, craft your messages around what people really want, who you, who you feel passionate about helping, what you feel, you know, what your strengths are. So, you know, really looking at what your purpose is here and coming up with a unified message um, that aligns with your vision. So one of the things that I love to do is really help my clients understand their ideal client, like all of the characteristics and, you know, really get a super deep look at who they are. So they, content comes really easy. When you know who you're, who you're writing to, who you're posting to, who you're talking to, the content that you create comes super easy. So that's, again, it's a kind of a reverse engineer way of doing it, but I help my clients understand their client better than, than their client understands themselves. So then when they write copy, it's like, oh, they're talking to me. She really gets me. And that's really important to build that connection. So crafting hot offers, hot copy that connects, um, teaching people how to enroll high-paying clients, helping them figure out a business model that feels right to them and is sustainable. Um, I learned that lesson when I did all VIP days. Let's just do VIP packages. And I got really burnt out because that's not sustainable. You can't, there's only one person, one of you. So you have to figure out what's a sustainable business model. 
And for me, one of the things that's really important is to always have a piece of me um, with my offers. So even if it's a self-study, I offer question and answer time with me because mm. that's what was missing for me for the last what eight years that I've been online was, you know, at the beginning I was taking course after course and I would not get my questions answered. So it's like, okay, go on to the next course, pay more money. We need our questions answered for our specific business. And I, that's mm-hmm. why it's really um, feels good to me to be able to offer that. So, so that's one of the things is helping people with a business model that feels right and getting a, creating a marketing plan that actually allows them to have you know, a lifestyle that they want. We go into business because we think we're going to have all this freedom and then we end up working you know, more hours on our business. So, mm-hmm. of course, it's a process, and there's going to be a little bit of that as you transition, but what's the business model that's really going to help you, you know, mm-hmm. have that lifestyle? So, basically, yeah. it's getting the right message in front of the right audience with the right offer, and, of course, at the right time when they're, when they're ready, when they're ready to purchase. Um, and I think, you know, the biggest thing I do is help people connect at the heart level. You've got to have empathy um, and you've got to lead people to the results that they want. So finding out what they want is really important. Okay, let's see if I if I got that. Um, so you you help them to um, look at the right business model, the right messaging to the right ideal clients, the right offer, and at the right time. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. All right. So audience, that's something for you to take away. And to look at your own business right now, um, are you, you know? Do you have the right business model? Um, are you putting out the right messages to your ideal clients? And do you even know who they are? And I love the fact that you say, Lisa, you know them better than they know themselves. And I think that's also really key. And that you have that fantastic offer that's going to solve their problem, eliminate their pain, and really bring them joy into their um, business. And then, of course, timing is everything, and to make sure that you are hitting them at the right time with that fantastic offer. So, Lisa, one of the things we didn't talk about was, what's the difference between being seen and getting noticed? We always, you know, we, we hear about, you've got to be visible, you've got to get noticed, you've got to get, get out there. Well, first of all, visibility is about being noticed by your people. It's not about being noticed everywhere. You don't have to be, you know, in front of everyone. You have to be in front of your people. Um, And being seen means being able to show up as who you really are. Being visible is easy. You can just put your stuff out there. But being seen is what connects. Being seen for who you are, for your opinions, for for what your, your beliefs and sharing your vision, all of these things help you be seen. By your people. That sounds so rich. Um, And it seems so in in alignment with your purpose, your passion, and what you just really want to work with, with the people who are around you. Um, I think those are all key things in order to have the business that you're looking for and the success that you're craving. Um, it's, it's really important. Um, and then there are those of us who you know, have hidden behind curtains for a really, really long time. What is one of the things that you do to help coax 
people to really step out and be seen first of all, um, and then being willing and able to get noticed. Uh, it's um, well, I wrote a whole book about it. Uh, <laughs> my, my book just came out. It's called Claim Your Brilliance, and I really think that we need to um, embrace our uniqueness. And basically, it's all the things that we hide from um, when, you know, things that happen to us when we're little that make us the way that we are. And oftentimes, we brush those aside, or we, we brush aside what's really comes, you know, na- as a natural strength to us, because if it's not hard, it must not mm-hmm. be right, right? <laughs> so, well, um, uh, yeah, it must be wrong if it's, if it's easy for me to do. It's easy. I mean, yeah, yeah, it couldn't be possibly that's worth anything. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. But I think, you know, to your question, it's really it's really embracing what makes you unique. And it might be some of the things that you were teased about growing up. It might be some of the things that other people don't like about you. But really embrace it. If that's, you know, we, we are put here on earth to be unique, not to be like everybody else. And the tendency is to want to blend in, to get along, to be liked. And when you're online trying to have an online presence that doesn't make you stand out so true um you know, with the, the number of, of posts that i see in my timeline it's like it would take me years to even go through just one day's worth of um, information and you know it's it's how do you find those unique kernels that are ones that are going to um help you as well as are they client are they individuals who would resonate with um, what I have to say, um, and I agree with you, Lisi. Uh, I've been, I've done wounds work the last two years, and it is really fascinating to me um, the things that that hurt me and have been carried forward, and how they really help me to identify what then do my people crave, what are they looking for, and how best can I help them to make that happen. Yes. So it's it's wounds work. I think is very powerful. It's it's painful, mm-hmm. but it's incredibly powerful as well when you know that, and you can, in essence, identify that in your ideal client as well. Yes, so true, and that's really one of the pieces that I do in my first call with people is really go to the deep root wound that connects mm-hmm. the client and the you know my client. Awesome. Uh, Lisa, I know you, you have a free gift for our audience. Would you take a moment and tell them about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have um, something called an online visibility and impact checkup. And this is going to show you, um, you know, if you're, where your strengths are in being visible and where it's important for you to focus in order to become more visible. So it really helps identify some of the blind spots that that are keeping you the you know the world's best kept secret if that's what mm-hmm. you feel are keeping you invisible. Um, so it's just a really quick little quiz um, that will be very enlightening um, and it's going to help you so that you can really take that next step and and be that catalyst for change that you want to be in the world. Oh, Lisa, that sounds absolutely fantastic. I think I will jump on uh, in the, uh, later today and pull that up and just see where I sit yeah, in my yeah. visibility <laughs> impact. Yeah. Because um, you always think that, you know, it's, it's like thank yous. 
um, we always think that we're we're complimenting and we're we're saying good things to our people all the time. Yet if you ask them, it's like, well, you know, I don't get enough. So no matter what we think is is more than enough, and oh my God, I do it all the time. Um, you know that that question. You know, do your people think that you're out there all the time, uh, or are you hiding? And I I love. Are you the world's best kept secret? And the answer is sometimes yes, absolutely I am. Uh, and stepping out in that arena is very very important to me as well. So Lisa, thank you so much. So in our last couple minutes, um, a couple of real quick tips. We've got about two minutes um, that you can offer them to help them clarify their message and to really step out and be visible. Well, I will say that clarity is the first step. Clarity, being very clear on like what we talked about, your vision, your messaging, your audience, that's the very first key because anything you create that's not tied to that is going to just be, you're going to feel scattered and it's not going to work. It's going to be disconnected. So having a clear, unified message, you know, that, that connects to your vision and that your audience resonates with is really paramount. That's, that's the first thing. Um, okay. And then, you know, like we talked about being excited, being passionate. If you want other people to be attracted to you, you've got to, sh- you've got to show up with energy. You've got to be, you know, you've got to be excited about what you're offering and who you're working with. And Okay. And Lisa, that's fantastic, but we're... We're running out of time, and I wanted to thank you so much. The excitement, the clarity, I think those are two very, very important pieces, and I want to thank you so very much for being here and sharing the difference between being seen and getting noticed. And audience, uh, if you want more information about this, about herding cats and other offerings around leadership, please do send me an email at linda at dare, the number two, lead with linda.com and until next week do be courageous and dare to lead until next time thank you for tuning in to leadership stars please join linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next monday at 1 p.m eastern time and 10 a.m pacific time on the voice america women's channel we'll feature another noted leader next week